ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय So some lady devotees made this flower design I presume is it Radha Parvasudeva Radha Parvasudeva Nice Very nice mm-hmm. Recently that means what January end of January is in Belgaum for Rathayatra and if you want to learn about Rangoli go there It's superb huge Rangoli designs and then there were some permanent of course it's not permanent but more permanent ones and then there's the whole parade and their team a team of kumaris were going ahead and of the parade and making just very quickly they'd make some big rangoli and then the whole parade would come and destroy it all and they'd be up ahead doing another one like all through the parade they did very nice that's all that uh Bhaktira Samrat Maharaj is there. He's like <coughs> encouraging the traditional practices like that. So. Does he come here? Has come before uh, mm. Sanyas. What's that? Uh, Garland Poker. Yeah. Oh, so many questions. Whew, I'm supposed to be omniscient is it true that by talking about spiritual progress with other devotees i can't read it it's it's all crossed out i can't read it that one would face difficulties in progressing in one's own devotional service by talking about spiritual progress with other devotees we should get we should make more progress not face more difficulties isn't it how is it that uh, how to make spiritual progress we discuss well if krishna is merciful to us he may give us he may give us very various difficulties to help us to become strong maharaj for example like Oh, I see. And you say, I'm chanting six rounds. And then you become very proud. I see. Like that, I see. Well, there is that. But Narottam says that, Āpana bhajana khata na kohibo jota tota. Which means you, you don't go around telling people, I'm doing so much. I'm chanting so many rounds then you get the benefit of telling other people but also among Vaishnavas if you tell them they won't even be impressed because if you tell they know that you're telling to impress so what benefit do you get yeah we're, we're not we're not uh, here for impressing others do it for krishna hmm? if someone asks you how many rounds you're chanting well it depends who they are isn't it if someone's overseeing you spiritually if they if they want to ask you have to see if the person's asking for your spiritual progress you may you may tell them generally as your junior you'll have to tell them because everyone's senior to you mostly okay after here's another question also if you say that how how do you have to say that yes i'm chanting i'm chanting so many rounds that's also not good after year question here after years of krishna consciousness i feel so full of anartas i feel i never spotted the enemies lust and anger nor worked on weaning them out where do i start slash restart i am worried i will not be able to make it home back to godhead yeah okay well i yeah i also feel the same way but what to do 
What should we do? We should, what can we do? What is, to just go on chanting Hare Krishna. That's all. There's nothing else to do. Ultimately, we're dependent on the mercy of Hari, Guru, and Vaishnavas. So go on with the process. And some progress should be there. May not be immediate. One thing is that as we go on in Krishna consciousness, then to us, even a little lust or greed will look like very big because it, we become so distasteful. To, on one side, we're distasteful to it. So anything, anything, any amount will look like a big amount to us. Be patient. Utsahan dharyat tat tat karma pravart. Patience is required. We may not know how much progress we're making. And go on, yeah, go on and uh, go on with our activities and try to help others come to Krishna consciousness. Krishna will help us. We should have faith. Krishna will help us. But we, we have to try sincerely also. We can't be. We can't expect that if we put one side petrol into the fire and one side water that we're going to get a good fire. So we have to try. Where do we start or restart? Well, the process is there. It's up to us to take to it. If, if we dare, we can pray as Kunti Devi prayed. If we're really serious. Vipada Santuta Shashvat Tatra Tatra Jagadguru Bhavato Darshanam Yatsat Give me difficulties so that if we dare, we can pray to Krishna to please do whatever is required in my life to bring me to you. If we dare, if we really want it, <laughs> but then you, you don't know what may happen. So if we really want, we can pray. You may have to go through what Harish Chandra went through. You all know that story, Harish Chandra story. Had to go through so many difficulties. Yudhishthir went through so many difficulties. Prahlad went through so many. That may be the price. Burned all the Bhaktisdansa, so Thakur speaks of that. All the Anarthas burned in the fire of ordeal. We may have to go through so much. You may have to. Don't expect a comfortable path. The idea, I will enjoy and be happy in this world, and also I'll get Krishna praying. It's, it doesn't work. <laughs> we say, don't give up anything, just add Krishna, but that's cheating, actually. <laughs> that's in the beginning. That's in the beginning, but then it's like that Bengali saying, Bhushti dele shuite chai. Give someone a place to sit, like on the train, and eventually they'll lie down and you won't have any place to sit. All the, your whole family will all be standing and he'll be lying down. So like that. If we give Anartas a little room, they'll take over. Or if we give Krishna a little room, he'll take over also. So there's no more material desires. So we see in the lives of all the great devotees how they, they had to go through. There's some test will be there. Don't, we can't avoid the test. If we're actually going to go back to Godhead, it may, it may be in various forms. So, not much. I just some 
some disease and, and, and death and all this. Anyway, people have to go through this. But devotees, they go through this and they become purified. And for non-devotees, they go through this and they just suffer, that's all. So what to do? Go on reading Prabhupada's books, listen to his lectures. That will help to jog us and jolt us. It's very difficult to read Prabhupada's books daily and remain totally in maya. Why are examples of good guru cool graduates so rare? Then how do we get confidence in putting our children into the system? Why are examples of good guru cool graduates so rare? Well, uh, some members of our movement, they won't say it directly, but they s- seem to think that the whole idea is not a good idea. Srila Prabhupada said that, but it's not very practical for us in the present age. I don't agree with that at all. Everything Prabhupada gave us is perfect. That's my understanding. But our, how we, our attempts to implement it have been imperfect. So then we should try again. And we may say, well, it's then our children, they're guinea pigs. We should do things. But then, See, if we make a gurukul and we're trying, we're, we're giving them instruction in Prabhupada's books and in the values of Krishna consciousness, we may not do things very properly, but we're giving them the right thing. Whereas if you send them to a kami school, you're giving them the wrong thing. If you send them to a gurukul, there's a chance, very good, much better chance they'll be a pure devotee. If you send them to a kami school, there's a much better chance they'll be a materialist or a mixed devotee. Often people ask that, well, what if we send them to Gurukul and later they want to be a materialist or a demon or a mixed devotee? They want to work in the Kami system. Well, I say, well, what if you send them to the Kami school and afterwards they want to say, well, why didn't, you know, I could have been trained in all the things I want. I want to be a devotee. How about that? If you don't have faith, then don't send your kids. But remember, if you ever heard it, the Bhagavatam instruction, Guru Nasasyat, Swajana Nasasyat, Pita Nasasyat, Janani Nasasyat, Daivang Nasasyan, Napatischa Nasasyat, Namocha Yadhyasamupeta Mrityam. One shouldn't take the responsibility to be a guru or a parent or to accept any respect from anyone. If one is not, if one is not able to deliver them back to Godhead, so we have to do the best we can. Try to give the children pure devotional service, and uh, that Gurukul of Vidya Purna Maharajas in Mayapur. They just enrolled another 35 new boys from all over the world, which means that some parents have faith. Now it's coming up nicely. Some other gurukuls have started recently in India, and they're just starting, but it's good. There's three of them that I'm associated with in Gujarat, Andhra Pradesh, and Tamil Nadu. It's a good start. Boys are happy, they're doing well. Another question. Cows have all the 33 million demigods in them and cows are there in Golovra and Davan. Does that mean that the demigods are allowed to be in the spiritual world? Well, demigods are materialistic. Uh, pious materialists. The cows in the spiritual world are not exactly the same as the cows in the material world. So, just like it's said in every hair pore of the body, in every part of the body, in the material world there's the demigod. So in the spiritual world they're fully Krishna conscious, so they're fully imbued with Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. All Krishna. Not exactly the same. 
Many parents are concerned about what their children will do in the future. How will they live with, without modern education and manage being a grihastra, as do 95% of the world? Well, it's a continuation of the other question. If you want to be like 95% of the world, then be like that. We're not, you know, we're not coming with a gun and pointing it at you and telling you to be Krishna conscious. It's up to you. You live your life as you like, but no one's forcing you to chant Hare Krishna or send your children to Guru Kul or any such thing. If you want to, you can. It's up to you. If I join the farm community, how will I manage to get my daughter married? Dowry, gifts, marriage costs? Yeah, it's a good question. Actually, that's one we have to talk about. That's a consideration. No doubt. My daughter. Actually, traditional living means my daughters. Not hamdo hamare do. It's traditionally it's Hamdo hamare kom se kom das bara. <laughs> or hamare aise to nahi hai, hamare das bara. Matlab joint family hote. It's not just me and my children, but there's big family. So. It's ambitious, no doubt. On one hand, to set up this society. On the other hand, people have lived like this for millions of years. Of course, you don't believe that because you believe in modern education and they teach you that you descended from monkeys. So as Dhruta Kama Prabhu recently, he was in South India, he was in a college and they asked him about it about Darwin, Syria, and they said, well, he said, you see, you're a Hindu. When you go to the temple, they ask you what your gotra is. You can say monkey gotra. <laughs> Instead of saying kashyap gotra, you can say kapi gotra. Kapi is one name for monkey. You descended from a monkey. That's what you believe. So for millions of years, people have been living on the land, believe it or not. And the land gives everything they need. We don't need electricity. People can't believe it. It's a modern thing. We don't need air conditions, electric. How can you live without it? People live for so many years. <laughs> I was just in Bangladesh in the villages. 30 years ago I was traveling in the villages. There's no electricity. Now there's electricity. Now people cannot live without electric fans, although I was there 30 years ago. No one had, most people had never seen anything electrical in their life. Uh, yeah, and then setting up the social system, to, that's a challenge, no doubt. That has to be addressed. Some outside support may be needed for all these things also for some time. But the basic thing that we should have faith that if we try to do what Prabhupada wants us to do, then everything will be all right. But that, that doesn't mean that we don't intelligently plan and see how things are done. But we should have some faith also that Krishna's system works. There have been many... Another question. There, are many, there have been many circumstances when some previously learned cultural practice contradicts instructions given by Srila Prabhupada. For example, in Pushtimag, tomatoes and various vegetables are not consumed on Ekadashi day. Why on Ekadashi? Why only on Ekadashi? If you want to be a strict follower of Vedic culture, you don't eat tomatoes, potatoes, cauliflowers, papaya, chilies, what else? Apples, 
there are so many. Uh, this brinjal, the, the, the big one like that. There's so many things not to be eaten. In traditionalists, they never add such things. Coffee, tea, tobacco, meat, pushtimagis now. Very tea. So, uh, that was... Uh, traditionalists in India, they didn't like to eat these things because they think it's some foreign thing and our forefathers didn't offer that. Whatever the, the, the forefathers they offered to the deity, they gave the recipes and we're following that. Srila Prabhupada, he didn't follow that. He introduced it. Not he introduced it. In Goryamat also from previously, they eat all these things. Saying that it's all... It's all given by Krishna. So, we can offer it to Krishna. Should we continue following such traditions? And if followed, doesn't it cause deviation in our movement? Well, you have to decide what you're going to follow. Are you going to be a pushti margi or a Prabhupada Anuga. There's, there's no harm if some practices are brought in, if you're from certain background, but uh, if there's a conflict, then if we, we, you have to decide what you want to be. If you want to be a follower of Prabhupada, then better to follow that. Of course, on Ekadashi also... If you don't want to eat tomatoes and various other vegetables, you can follow that. But why on a cat? You say Pushtimag, they don't offer tomatoes on a tomata, tomata, on a kadashi. But previously they wouldn't have offered it on any day. So it's come down anyway. They themselves are not following their own practices and they've, they've brought it down. You don't eat tomato on a kadashi. See, you know. But they, 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 if, they, if they make it on a Kadashi also, it means they've also compromised their own tradition already. Whew. Any more of these little things here? All, all things like why I shouldn't join the. There are so many. I'm not going to answer them all. There's, someone's given lots of little typed out things like this, giving all the reasons why we shouldn't. Join farm communities. But the answer is, if you don't want to, don't. That's all. I've read something long back stating that Gora Kishodas Prabhuji Maharaj used to take ganja. <laughs> really? Well, I can't answer that because I never read it myself. So, I never read it myself. So, I never heard of such a thing. So, uh, I think you read something Either you read something wrong or you got something mixed up in your mind or something like that. It's a new thing to me, so I won't deal with it. I won't go on to read the rest of the question because the premise is not acceptable. Songs not authorized by Srila Prabhupada are songs not sung by Acharyas or Jaidis, that etc. are sung in the satsangs. We get explanations like this song is sung in Mayapur. This tune is sung by such and such Maharaj in the DDY. 20XXCD. This song should be written by a devotee only. What's the question? I'm a member of a uh, GBC form committee called the Kirtan Standards Committee in which we are going through all Srila Prabhupada's instructions on Kirtan. And it is a problem that, as we in the committee perceive it, it's a problem that Srila Prabhupada gave certain instructions on Kirtan, which many of his followers don't know, or even if they do know, they don't follow. If so-and-so, actually what they sing in Mayapur, and Mayapur is one of the big problems, because people think that, well, Mayapur, that's the spiritual center, but in Mayapur there are all kinds of things sung which are not given by the Acharyas. So it becomes, uh, we presume that if we just do what's in Mayapur, that must be right. But as with uh, 
all aspects of our devotional service, we should see what did Srila Prabhupada say. So-and-so Maharaj may do this, but if it's against Prabhupada's instructions, then we have to follow Prabhupada. That should be the understanding in our movement. Unless, uh, it may be in some case that it may seem to us that the devotee is doing something different or deviant, but then they may uh, explain that. Just like I just explained why I just don't give Brahminical initiation to everyone who remains in the movement for, or remains, who's been initiated for six months, where Srila Prabhupada did. And I explain why I don't do so on the basis of Srila Prabhupada's instructions. So uh, songs may be written by devotees, but it's not that every song written or by a devotee is on the same level as those given by great acharyas. So I don't really know what the question is, but there's a few comments about that. Better to uh, emphasize the Hare Krishna mantra as Prabhupada did and authorize songs given by acharyas, by our bona fide acharyas, and anything else. If we don't, uh, what, what, we, what Prabhupada has given us is completely perfect for going back to Godhead. So what's the need of introducing anything else? I've said in many lectures that women should not work, but a few of our, a few of our God sisters are working. Is it case to case you have permitted them to work? Some attitudes say that the time we can work and save money for future so we will not have the problem of money in our old age. Is that mentality correct? Well, um, I may say many things, but I don't usually... You know, like force my disciples or pressure them to do, especially grihastas. It's up to you to to uh, decide what to do. I don't say that it's uh, necessarily a crime. That not necessarily a crime that women work, but there are distinct. Uh, disadvantages to that from the devotional and cultural standpoint which I've many times uh, spoken about. We can work and save money for the future so we'll not have a problem of money in our old age. Is that mentality correct? Well, I don't know. I mean, there are so many people who are earning less money than all of you in Dubai who are, who are going on with their lives without having nearly as much money as all of you. Of course, you may think we're not, we're not that rich, but actually you are. In Dubai, everyone's earning more than they would doing the same work in India, which is why you're here, right? So there are many... Uh, I mean, literally millions of women in the world who don't work, who are uh, living on much less income than all of you, who uh, are not even devotees, and somehow or other they get through old age. <laughs> so the idea that we have to have work, money, so that... Anyway, should working mothers have children... Will the children not get a bad bargain without the care of the mother? Well, I've spoken about that many times, so I'll leave that now as there are so many questions here. Our parents and relatives are something which I can't see because it's torn. How do we continue? I don't know. I can't. I, I'm not... Um, oh, I see. Our parents and relatives, should, how do we continue to do our... Asad, then when we go on leave, should we take an easy-to-go approach? This kind of question, it's, it's, it's difficult to answer because it's a, it'll be a case-by-case -case thing. Each person has to see how to deal with their own relatives, What's 
best for their own Krishna consciousness, for that of their parents, their social adjustments, like this. In general, uh, we don't want to mix closely with people who are not following, who are principals, who are watching TV and this and that. On the other hand, we don't want to totally abandon and alienate our relatives. So exactly how to deal with that, you may have to see. Take some advice from other experienced Grihastas. Is having one child by desistance or contraception acceptable to the Vedic system that always blesses one to have many children? By contraception, it's definitely sinful. By desistance, if for a higher purpose that you want to dedicate in Krishna consciousness, then uh, that is acceptable. You mean, I presume this means having only one child. But generally, it's good to have more. My experience in Bhakti Shastri. I saw a few of our devotees who debated on a few of Srila Prabhupada's statements during the class sessions. I accept whatever Prabhupada said as it is. I have a question that makes those devotees to debate, to debate on Srila Prabhupada's statements. Or is that my understanding is wrong? What I did is after some time I changed the batch so that I don't come across the devotees who are asking repeatedly questions and debating on Srila Prabhupada's statements. Is that a correct action? Well, it's difficult to say because it may be that devotees are uh, they're asking questions about Srila Prabhupada's statements. There may be different motives for doing so. One reason uh, may be for to deepen their own understanding. We may say, for instance, well, I just accept what Srila Prabhupada says as it is. But at the same time, we may have various doubts in our hearts which we don't want to face due to our previous conditioning, just like this one about the, the Guru call. We may, say, we may think that, well, is it really the right thing to do? Or sometimes some of Srila Prabhupada's instructions may seem to be contradictory because he said, different things to different devotees under different circumstances. There was a marked change from many, from the, many of the instructions that Srila Prabhupada gave in the early days and then later Srila Prabhupada made things more strict and he introduced the chanting of Raghupati Raghava Rajaram, for instance. You can see from early letters. Later on he said not to chant it. So uh, Questions may be raised, but if, uh, with, with the idea of better, with, with the mentality that Srila Prabhupada is the representative of Krishna, his Krishna sent to this world to give us directions on how to go back to Godhead. But if we're asking in a challenging mood and we don't want to accept what Prabhupada says, then I wouldn't want to be part of that group. Um, so, but if devotees are asking to deepen their understanding, that is welcome. Not not in a challenging mood. Are there any? F- oh, it's again. It's like it, it, we hate farm communities. Kind of question. Mostly, is only preaching to the high class people and the middle class people. Mostly middle class, actually. High class, if you mean the... Nowadays, high class means who's got lots of money. High class means what? They're all... By culture, they're the lowest of the low. Generally, the richest of the rich are culturally the lowest of the low. Mostly middle class in India and among Indian communities. 
The high class people, they, the so called high class, they don't care to listen anyway. They're, Um, with the high class people we see more of Srila Prabhupada's getting, sounds getting compromised how can we your disciples preach to the downtrodden people in India like road laborers, slum living people below poverty line people well Kirtan and Prasadam you can do it it's good to preach to all classes of people village preaching is very good in India. Going in the villages, very good scope for that. Tremendous scope. Preaching among Muslims, that's also a big field all over the world, which we've hardly touched. Of course, it's not such an easy one to touch. But it's not impossible. Okay, so I'll take a diversion here and speak about preaching to Muslims. That wasn't even included in the question. I was just speaking just now, uh, earlier today, with Shakti Putra Prabhu. I was telling him about my recent visit to Bangladesh. And for me, the the high point of that visit was... uh, when I just, we just come from, where had we come from? From somewhere. I can't remember. Anyway, we arrived by vehicle in one village area and there was a Kirtan group waiting to meet us. And just passing there were th- Three Muslim women, we knew they're Muslims because they're wearing the burqa. Otherwise, you might not know because in Bangladesh, the, whereas in India, most of the women, they, more and more they wear the salwar kameez or the, or the uh, t shirt kameez. <laughs> or just plain t-shirt and jeans, but in Bangladesh, the, the women still, they mostly all wear saris, Muslims also. So they're wearing burqas. They're somewhat elderly, and they, they saw me come, and they, they did pranam like this, which, that was nice. Then they all came up and gave me some pranami. So that was very nice. And in the town I'd just come from, or pre, just previous to that, uh, I was a, a little apprehensive about doing a program in the town because it's right in the heart of the town and uh, you know, it is, after all, a Muslim-dominated country. But the, the Tamil president said that, well, actually in this area, 50% of the population are Hindus and we don't have any problem with the Muslims. In fact, uh, some of the some of the Muslim merchants say also for our Rathiatra they contribute. One of them gave fifty thousand taka, which is about thirty thousand rupees. So they don't have any problem like that. And uh, they 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 like they come to the Rathiatra also. And it's understood that all our programs, some Muslims are going to be there. Or even they may be listening outside in Bangladesh because you know, it's a Muslim-dominated country. And when, it's, it's, when there's a big public program with many people present, they may be at least curious. At one program I was at, uh, the devotee spoke before me. And uh, he introduced like this, to, to, you know, First of all, mention all the to Bayera, Mayera, Shajan, and then Ebong Mushalman Bayera. Shava Pratame, Ami Shabaike, Pranam Janachi, like this, you say. So it's understood that they come to our programs. Um, 
some I, I saw in, in Dhaka in the temple last year some Muslim girls come in again in Burka but not fully covered They're just I mean the face is open and they come down bow down before the deity and uh, so I asked it, I said yeah someone they come they 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 come they take prasad like this then uh, and they have the big f- it, just close to that there's another risk on temple in Dhaka so it's very narrow streets and so many pe- and big festivals so many people come so the local gundas who are all muslims they arrange the security <laughs> voluntarily they say in in our this is our local temple and we we won't allow any nonsense here so they they have a monopoly on the nonsense but not but not in the temple so they are, they help with the prasad and distribution. They appreciate that. Many Muslims in Bangladesh, it seems they appreciate that our movement is seriously religious. And uh, it's it's not for cheating people or anything. And that we, you know, we, dis- we have festivals, we distribute prasad, and they very much appreciate that. In uh, Baroda, every year at Rathiyatra, we... we Past the, we go through the Muslim area and the leaders of the community come out and offer puja. They come on the rath and offer puja to Jagannath. Every year. Ahmedabad Rath Yatra is infamous for violence because it goes, the traditional route is through the Muslim area and it's like the, the, it's like the Hindus want to show their, you know, their power and there's a, it's, they have a huge deployment of of this uh, rapid action force and all this this paramilitary just uh, without that violence is inevitable it seems but in Baroda it's quite different in Ahmedabad that Rathiyatra is not an ISKCON organization it's been going on for over a hundred years there's a Jagannath temple in Ahmedabad city so there's something yeah he told me this Shachi Putra also that one he He's going regularly on the boat across the Abra, and then one day he was got off last, and he, he'll be chanting all the time on his beads when he's going across with his bead bag. So one time he's going off last, and the boatman asked, "What's this? this what's this you're doing?" And he, he said, "Well, I'm praying." He said, "What's that you pray?" And he told him, said the whole Hari Krishna mantra. So he's very appreciative of that, and like that. And he said, "You go, you don't." Give the fair. You just go. <laughs> then uh, a group of Bangladeshi devotees I met in India, they told me that they, they were doing a tour of India. Like in one month they were doing, like going everywhere. They'd just been to Kashmir and they said they did Harinam in, in uh, Srinagar. They said, what was the response? They said, oh, everyone very much appreciated. Yeah. Like that. Everyone means they're all Muslims. So, oh, another thing. In, in Gujarat, we have uh, we've been doing this Bhagavad Darshan magazine subscription drive for the last few years. And uh, several subscribers are Muslims. They appreciate the articles also, and they, they become subscribers. So, what's the solution to Hindu-Muslim rivalry? Well, Krishna consciousness. <laughs> Sometimes our devotees, they get into this consciously. You know, we don't like Muslims. and it's, it's, I guess it's easy to get into that. But it's not Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mood. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mood is to raise everyone to a higher level of consciousness, conquer conquer by love. By fighting, there's no end to it. And actually, if we promote fighting, then even in India, the Muslims will win. Because although the population is smaller, 
the Hindus, them, you know, they, they, they don't give a damn. They don't care. So the, the number of, the, even though the Muslim population is smaller, the number of Hindus who are ready to fight is less than those of the Muslims. So if you want to fight it out with the Muslims, then the Muslims are going to win. So better come to a higher platform of consciousness. It's not such an easy thing to do, but what is the solution otherwise? So there's a very big preaching field. Apparently, Srila Prabhupada said, I always used to hear this, that those who are preaching in the Muslim countries, Prabhupada said, I'll take the dust of their feet on my head. I, I used to hear that quoted a lot. So what to do here in this country? It's, it's a little difficult because if you do, there is always the problem that if you try to preach among Muslims, they'll kick you out of the country and then what are you going to preach at all? And give them prasadam. At least you can do that much. And books, if you can dare to do that. You'll find that there are people interested also. Especially many have been overseas and they're more cosmopolitan than their outlook. But thinking of Muslims as our enemies is a, is a great mistake. Thinking of anyone as our enemy is a great mistake. Maya is the enemy. But if we think people are our enemies, then how, how can we bring them to Krishna consciousness? Even if they act as an... Or, or, of course, some people are... They take an inimical position. But if we just think of a whole community as being enemies, then it's, it's a very great mistake. We just presume that they all dislike us. But just these few examples, it's not true at all. And as Prabhupada often used to say, that the that enmity is fanned by politicians. Democracy is a disaster in India because it's just been used. The the the, uh, the divisions are exacerbated by the politicians. So. Who wants lots of mercy? They can preach among the Muslims. It's not such an easy job, that's true, but there's a lot of, lot of mercy there. I was saying that I, I felt that the high point was those three Muslim women offering pranam, and there's so thousands of Hindus, and they offered pranam and bowed down and so many things. But when the Muslims do, then it's more pleasing. Our children are more interested in Christian conscious activities like painting, drawing, drama, and dancing, but they have less concentration in academic studies. We try to encourage their, we encourage their Christian conscious activities, but when it comes to academic studies, we are unable to leave them as they want and also unable to get their concentration level increased towards academic studies. When they get a few minutes gap in their academic study time, they draw or imitate the dramas which are performed in our festivals. We'll just see this, see. The modern, the modern idea is that everyone has to study, but not everyone has that inclination, especially studying all this nonsense which they teach in the schools. It's, it's, it's not at all interesting or attractive. So, by... What do we say? Brahma karma svabhavajam, kshatra karma svabhavajam. Different people are attracted to different kinds of things, but modern education just wants to make everyone study, study, study. So it's quite unnatural and it's cruel to the children actually to make them, if they don't have that inclination to study and you, you have to force them to study and say, good for your future. But what good for your future? Good for your future means the only thing we think of is how we can get some money, that's all, to eat and pay the rent. But then what happens, you, your whole childhood goes in studying something you don't want to study. And your whole life goes in working something that you don't want to work. And that's how almost everyone in the modern world lives, and they call it progress. Because you can get some stale, poisonous food after working, doing something you don't like. But the Vedic system is you, you do, you, 
work according to your inclination. It's not that everyone needs education. Yesterday in the taxi, I was coming in from the train station to the airport. The, the, uh, the taxi driver said to me, oh, my children, they don't like to study. I said, what do they need to study? You don't need, so you're a taxi driver. Well, you don't need an education to drive a taxi. Your children, they can drive a taxi also. And then what do they need an education for that? And they go through all this torture of so many years of study. I know myself. I, <laughs> I'm not joking. I really, seriously, and at the, even at the time I realized it and knew it, I didn't like school at all. I, it's not that I'm... Actually, later I see that it's not that I'm against... I'm, I'm actually, my nature is to be studious. And, but the, the, I just, the things they wanted to teach me, I just I didn't have any interest. I hated the whole thing. So, I'm on the side of the kids. They, if they don't want to study, let them dance and do drums. Then everyone say, oh, you're not teaching your children properly. What will they do? The real solution is to cut out of this horrible civilization altogether and go to the farm. But they don't want to do that either. So how can we help you? Just get out of it altogether. In BG, we understand that a practicing sadhak should not find fault in others. BG means Bhagavad Gita? I don't find that in Bhagavad Gita. It as a preacher, one has to find fault. That's, the word that's, written in block capitals, must have taken a few minutes to write it how he can preach. How do we strike balance between these, prin- these principles, question mark, these principles, presumably. Yeah, well, I, my book, strongly on speaking strongly in Krishna consciousness, de- that's one of the things it deals with. That if we over- One principle in Krishna consciousness is not to find fault. It's a very important principle. Another principle is to find fault. It's a very important principle. <laughs> because well, the point is that we shouldn't be looking for faults just to denigrate people, but a preacher has to see how to help people, which means to see that they're not in the proper position, and then we can bring them to the proper position. So if we artificially don't see faults, uh, then we can never help anyone, and the whole society, the whole Vaishnav society will become degraded because we think what everyone is doing is wonderful, because no, no one can have any fault. So there has to be a balance between these two. The balance is that one should not uh, antagonistically, or denigratingly, nastily look for faults, but one should be aware of what the proper standards are and Know if someone's not following them also. Wait for the book to come. It's all there. I think I'm going to stop there. It's, it's enough. It's quarter to ten. Hare Krishna. Jai Gaur. I wanted to speak about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but 